Let me know if it's too loud when we get started. Were you just imitating Tony the Tiger? I was. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. K Composite. That's Karen on the bass. It's not. I play the recorder. That's Scott on the saxophone. Live from Stockholm, Sweden. (laughs) It's Snuggling with the Anime. Starring Scott Richer and Karen Nielsen. Loves it. I'm trying to mix up the theme song a little each week. Yeah? But... Can we have a synthesizer next week? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to avoid making it like the intro to The Simpsons, where it's, like, super different every right, week. Right, yeah. Because it turns into a lot of work. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Scott and Karen. That's Karen on the banjo. Not. Next week we need to have either a synthesizer or a recorder. Oh, bring your recorder. Okay, yeah. Can you play along to the theme song? I could, yeah. Excellent. Sure thing. I was going to bring it today actually, but I forgot to bring my recorder. Well, fuck. Okay, so welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the program, Karen. And I understand that when we begin the program today... Uh, we need to start with some administrative business. Is that is that true? That is right. First of all, we have a very important and exciting announcement to make. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> we have a brand new website. Woohoo! Uh, yes. And um, you'll find it at www.snuggling.se. That's Yay. fantastic. And this website was actually a surprise to me, despite that I work with websites. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, how this website came about, Karin? Go ahead. Um, I bought a domain. I downloaded and installed WordPress. And I built a website. Yay! <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about it? It feels great. I think um, it looks really nice. It looks okay. It looks yeah. room for improvement, but it's a website. It is definitely a website. Yeah, where you can follow our blog for updates about our podcast, and you can also find the entire episodes on there. Excellent. Let's think back to last week's program. I believe we have some corrections. We do have we some, do corrections have some corrections to make. Shall I start with mine? Yes. Um, it's regarding when we were talking about your friend the Hort and his beautiful <laughs> theme tune that we're hearing yes. right now. Uh, I was saying that this theme tune was suitable for the Hort because he lives in California, which right. is closer to China, which is not true. It it's not out- true. No, it turns out that um, the distance from Irvine in California, mm-hmm. where the hut lives, to Beijing is um, 10,202 kilometers. Wow. And the distance from Stockholm to Beijing is only 7,235 kilometers. Stockholm is nearly 3,000 kilometers closer to China 
Wow. And I do apologize. I hope our listeners would accept your apology. Yeah. Yeah. Sweden I, is closer to China than California. You could theoretically drive to China, couldn't you? Yeah, you could. From, from Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, not even theoretically. Yeah, you can. Literally. That is uh, possible. Yeah. But I don't think you can drive from California to China. Not without putting your car on a boat. Mm. Yeah. And that would be a very long boat ride. It would. I feel like I need to make an announcement also, a correction. Go ahead. Last week we spoke about my shirt that had been torn by an excited cat yeah. by the name of Pooman. Mm. And not Poo Man. Not Poo Man, as we discussed. <laughs> but it turns out that the cat who tore my shirt was actually one of the loves of my life, Spetan, not Pooman. You mixed the cats up. Eat so, cat. I know. Has she complained yet? And I don't think her cats listened to last week's episode. Oh, good. If they had, I Just feel like... Just don't tell them, like... But I also I have not they're, seen. They're I mean, featured on the show. Spetan's always the cat who's who's playing hard to get. Like Puma, and she'll walk up to you, and uh, you know she does the rubbing her back on your legs and all that. Like I'm the friendly cat. Love me, love me. Spetan is a little more specialized. Mm-hmm. Did so, you have yes. any more corrections? No, I feel like that that's it. it. Uh, yeah, uh, we've we'd... apologized to the cats. We've apologized to uh, the people uh, of any, China. <laughs> yeah, the people of China. I'm so sorry. And uh, most of all, we've apologized to the horde. Yeah. So now it's time for some updates. Last week, we talked about how I was very interested in borrowing $15,000 from you to buy an ink pen <laughs> that had been used on the moon. 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 It turns out you can keep your money. Oh, great. Thanks. Not <laughs> I was going to keep it anyway. <laughs> well, the main reason is because the pen ended up selling for much more than $15,000. Really? Who would pay that much for a pen? Somebody who gets me. I gotta find that person yeah, and hope gonna, that she's yeah. really hot. Yeah, what if it's a he? I kind of have a you feeling... You could go gay for that pen, wouldn't you? You <laughs> would. <laughs> Just a hunch, whoever spent this much money on a pen from the moon is probably not a woman. Just no, a hunch. Probably not. Would you like to take a guess? Have you looked at my paper? No, I haven't. Would you like to take a guess at the final um, hammer price? You can't touch this. So you said it was going to go for something between um, thirteen thousand. I expected 000. it to go yeah, thirteen to fifteen. So let's say it went for twenty-five. Karen, thousand dollars. The final bid was fifty-three thousand one hundred and twenty-five dollars. <laughs> yeah, that, that is insane for a pen. Well, just because it's been to the moon. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can find rocks in nature that have actually come from the moon or space or something. Right. Here's the uh, thing. Like for free. Somebody made this pen in America. Uh-huh. Took it to the moon, used it on This is one of the only pens in the world that has landed on another surface. Wake me when you're done. I'm fucking finished, goddammit. I feel like people don't appreciate how gigantic the moon landing is still. No, we don't. No. We don't get it. No. You're the only one who gets it. (sighs) You and the person who bought that pen. (laughs) 
Is there anything else you want to talk about update-wise? Uh, yeah, like I've said in the past two episodes, I've forgotten to be funny, and I promise to be funny on the next episode. Yeah, I feel yeah, like so I, haven't, that I haven't really given the audience my true funniness. Okay. So <laughs> I've prepared a little joke for today, and I'm going to tell it right now. Yeah. Okay, are you ready? Yes, I think we're all ready. A man walks into the doctor's office with a frog stuck on his head. <laughs> I love it! <laughs> well, says the doctor, how did all this start? And the frog says, it started with an abscess in my ass. I, I started with an abscess in my ass. Yeah, you're supposed to laugh now. I, that was a joke. I do not get it. <laughs> Can you explain it to me? A man walks into the doctor's office with a frog stuck on his head. Yes. Well, says the doctor, how did all this start? And the frog says, it started with an abscess in my <laughs> oh, ass. Oh, the frog says that. Yes. Okay, shall I tell it again? <laughs> no, I missed I missed the part. Maybe I need to be more clear about So again, the can we get a new update on uh, how it's coming along? Are you going to be funny this week? I am going to be funny this week. Mm. I've prepared a little joke. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. And uh, we'll be right back. More Snuggling with the Enemy is coming up right after this. And now, back to Snuggling with the Enemy. Go ahead. I think we have some letters from readers. Yeah, I've got some uh, <laughs> listener feedback. You've got mail. I thought I'd read out some of the comments I got. Oh, we should mention that on our new website. You can send us reader comments at www. Or love letters. Yes. <laughs> www.snuggling.se. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you if you send us something really interesting, like an interesting question mm-hmm. or like nice fan mail or something else that's funny. Mm-hmm. It might get featured on the show. Woo! Woo! Yay! <laughs> uh, all right, so back to um, yes. our listener feedback. Yes, go ahead, Here are caller. some of the comments I got. More sound effects. Yeah. Brilliant Saturday listening. Sound effects are funny. Fact. Yeah. So that's a, those are some really good comments. Wait, that you, we've read, got. you read those all at once. So yeah. did you want to say who they're like who each one is from? Yeah. Um they're, they're all from my best friend Beth. <laughs> Again with the name dropping. Yeah. Beth. 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 My best friend Beth. <laughs> yeah. She's very kind. Uh but yeah. if anyone else than Beth has any feedback for us, we'd love to hear it. Even if it's bad feedback. Like <laughs> if, even if you hate us, tell us why you hate us. And and to <laughs> we really want to know. And Beth, please keep the keep the comments coming, Beth. Struggling with the enemy, Karen Nielsen, Scott Richer. Have you ever thought about writing a book? I have. I've thought about it a lot. In fact, Tell I've me. got so many ideas to yeah? my book. Um, they're all written down in my head. <laughs> Are you gonna... I think about it late at night when yeah. I can't sleep. I think about what um, interesting chapters I'm going to put in my book about yeah. my, what it's going to be like an autobiography mm. uh, about my super interesting life. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the life I'm... of Karen Nilsson. I'm looking forward to that. Maybe the life and death of Karen Nilsson. You wouldn't be able to write that. 
No, someone no. else would. Right. Someone else probably would have to because I doubt that I will ever get around to mm. it. Would you write it like on a com- you'd write it on a computer or would you sit down with like I know we we both have a shared love of uh, notebooks, different types yeah, of notebooks. Yeah, I I really like notebooks, but um I can't actually write anything longer than say a couple of paragraphs. Yeah. Um in a notebook. Um uh, my hand gets tired and also I think obviously I used to write more by hand when I was younger before computers became so right. common. Uh, but these days I'm so used to using a computer and being able to type and uh, move words about and change stuff. It's right. like you start typing a sentence and then you think, oh, no, that's not right. I'll yeah. just go back and change that. And um, doing that by hand, it's much more difficult. It really is. Yeah. Um, it's just that the fact that you can't go back and change everything. You have to think it through before you write. Yeah, it always for fascinated some reason, me. That's become yeah. so difficult for me to do. Yeah. I recently saw a film documentary about J.D. Salinger. And then I also watched a couple of documentaries in that series about Ian Fleming. Oh, uh, yeah. And I watched um, the TV series, the HBO series, I think it is, uh, about yeah. Fleming. And where I realized, um, obviously, it's just a TV series, but obviously it's based on... That's what people had to do in the past. Yeah. Actually sit down and type novels on a typewriter. How could you do that? that is so impressive. It really, really is. That they ever got anything written. Yeah. Not only does it take quite long to type on a typewriter compared to a computer, but also you can't really go back and change stuff the way you can. Right. And then... Maybe that actually simplified it a bit, meaning... Because um, if you just... If you've just got a typewriter, you can't. The fact that you can't go back and change stuff, yeah, maybe makes you get on with it in another way. Like. Perhaps it always impressed me when I think about when you finish a book that way, you just have one copy of it, and then you have to like physically take it somewhere to make a copy of it. And before the 1950s, somebody had to retype it if you wanted another copy of it. So that's yeah. really- There's something quite fascinating about that. I think like the, the labor of typing yeah. that I find quite, um, I kind of miss that. Although I was almost born a bit too late to have experienced yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. It's like kind of an art. It is, like it is. crafting a book. Almost. Speaking of typing and the 1950s, I see a lot of people who still, I say still, are putting two spaces after a period. uh, Really? And that enrages me. It makes me insane. I don't think I've ever seen that. Um, Um, There's a few people I know. I don't want to mention any names, but one of them, her name rhymes with Machel. (laughs) And she types two periods after a sentence in text messages. I don't know. She said, that's the way I learned how to type. You can't do that. No. Machel. (laughs) I'll tell my friend, Machel, to Mm. listen this week. Yeah, she should not do that. Yeah. Um, Thank you, second opinion. For how long did people used to do that? When you were supposed to do that was a short period of time that was actually shorter than the time since that ended. Uh, Basically, when people were... First, using movable type letter presses, printing presses, it w- there was no standardization. Eventually, it came to the point where it was like two spaces in America, or people would make their uh, pieces of type that had a space after the period, so mm-hmm. you didn't need any type. But then when the actual typewriter came around and people started typing their own documents, 
then it became more standardized to put two spaces after a sentence. Right. And then the same so thing... So just an American thing. No, the same thing happened again when IBM introduced automatic typewriters sometime in the 50s or 60s, where the period also included the extra space and all modern computers ever made since the 80s. All the typography includes enough space. So if you're adding an extra space now, it's just overkill. Uh-oh. It's... And Agreed. still, yes, and still, uh, people are telling. Well, I, that's the way my teacher taught me in high school. It's like, well, you went to high school like ten years ago. Like your teacher was so wrong. <laughs> Enough about me. Um, <laughs> we just really respect uh, people yeah. who were able to yeah. write books. I, I find it. I even find it hard to keep. Like we were saying about, um, we both like having notebooks. Yeah. Because I really like the idea of uh, filling a notebook up with um, ideas and thoughts and like right. inspiration. I don't and really get around to writing in it. Yeah. Tiny moleskin notebook for a couple of years now. Yeah. And um, it's, I've filled about one third of it. Yeah. And that makes me a bit sad. <laughs> I, I know these guys who uh, who run this company here in Stockholm called White Lines. And they make really great... Uh, oh, we're actually using their notebooks now. Hmm. But... Um, they make these really great notebooks and, uh, you know, we, we've helped each other out with some stuff and they've had ads in my magazine. So sometimes I get free notebooks. I'm always so excited. Oh, like, this yeah. is so beautiful. Like, and then I don't, I end up just making notes in my phone. Yeah, I really, I, I do use uh, notebooks quite a lot for just scribbling, like when yeah. I'm working and need to take <laughs> something down really quickly. Oh. But that's like not um, like pretty notes. Oh, sorry. So I thought it was funny that you use your notebooks for scribbling. Yeah, because, well, my idea is... Is that um, like British for like... Scribbling? Taking notes? Yeah, taking notes. Okay. Uh, Just like really quickly and like not putting much thought into what you write. But like the the thing, my idea... Because in America, scribbling is just this. Hmm. Not actually writing something, just like... When you're trying to get a pen to work, you know? All right. I need to look this up now. Okay. So, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. So you use your notebooks for scribbling. Scribbling, just taking brief notes. Uh, But my idea of, like, having the really nice notebooks is that I would write something that actually means something Mm -hmm. in them. I never have those great thoughts that I feel are good enough to put into my notebook. Right. Right. (laughs) Sadly. I think I'm a bit too much of a perfectionist. I like stop myself from actually doing anything out of fear that it mm. won't be 100, 100% perfect. Yeah. 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 Have, have you heard about this girl in Australia who eats 51 bananas a day? This is <laughs> fifty-one bananas a day. This is her her um, diet. How long has she been doing that for? I don't know. She's because called... she should be dead soon if uh, she hasn't stopped. Apparently, she's got a, a nice-looking body. I don't know. She's slender. Hmm. Her name's Freely. Freely, the banana girl. Oh my god! It's like a, a banana man or banana <laughs> boy cartoon. 
Is there? Do you know, yeah, like Eric the Banana Man. So it says that having suffered from both anorexia and bulimia in the past. So this is a good person to take your diet tips. Oh from. yeah, yeah. So you don't have anorexia anymore. You don't <laughs> don't have an eating disorder at all. It's just just all stick with the bananas. Is really healthy. Freely claims that adopting her low-fat, high-carbohydrate, raw vegan diet saw her shed forty pounds, as well as clearing up her acne chronic fatigue syndrome, low thyroid function, and terrible digestion. And uh, I think if you see this photo, um, you see... Well, she does look a little bit like a monkey. She does look a bit like a monkey now. <laughs> that's, that's it's like a, a monkey in a, in a candy shop because uh, she's surrounded by bananas, basically. She's not talking about the different uh, side effects of her diet, and one of them is that you start to resemble a monkey. Mm. She looks really orange as well. Like she looks a bit like a banana, like a monkey banana. Like um, if you look at her skin, it looks a bit yeah. like the skin of that banana she's holding in her hand. Do you notice like the similarities? Yeah. I notice also that her legs kind of look like a folded garden hose. <laughs> or a folded banana, if you will. So, yeah. So, I've never tried to fold a banana, but yeah. So if you want to lose about like 40 that. pounds, just... Oh, yeah, I, I, re- I really want to lose 40 pounds. How much How much is that in kilos? That's about um, uh, that's, 20 kilos, right? I think right? that's most of you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least one third of me, but yeah. I think it's totally reasonable. I think that so, I should too. Lose that There's much. something... In fact, this article about Banana Girl has frozen my iPad, <laughs> which never... Oh, there she goes. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Laying okay, more bananas. She's lying there, like, sprawled out between... But, but there's other fruit in that picture as well. Yeah. And vegetables. She's, I thought she was orthodox. Mm. But she actually eats other fruits as well. Oh, so they had an interview with this Dr. Graham who studied nutrition for more than 30 years. He said he does not endorse freely or her diet plan. I'm not affiliated with the site, nor have I trained people who run the site to give lifestyle advice. He apparently created the 80-10-10 diet. Um, well. What the hell is it? Let's I, not get into diets. I don't like, know. I've got great diet advice. Do you want to hear it? Yes, I do. Yeah. Eat less, exercise more. There you have it. Tip <gasps> oh, from Karen Nilsson. Damn it. I fucking screwed it up. I eat more and exercise less. That's where you got it wrong. Just listen oh, to my shit. advice next time, Scott. That I will do. Yeah. I do love food. I do love food. So do I. I love eating. The weather today is fantastic it's gorgeous i love living in sweden but i really really love days like today i want to say it's probably about it's medium 70s high 70s something like that maybe it's, it's about low 20 70s. degrees celsius so maybe it's low 70s mm-hmm. uh, but it's sunny not a cloud in the sky and yeah it's- and you know how um a week ago on the last podcast we were talking about it being ridiculously cold outside yeah and it was really miserable and windy rainy unpleasant really unpleasant and today it's like i had to go into town this morning and do some errands mm. and it's like being in a completely different city it in is. a different country it's like stockholm changes completely when the weather turns nice in the summer Woo! i mean the people really come to life they really do yeah 
as do I. Like, so does everyone. I think after we've had such a long, cold, dark, miserable winter. Yeah. When the sun comes out, it, it's you can quite. Dance. Yeah, you can dance. You can jive. You can jive. Really, you can have the time of your life. Shine. <laughs> oh, it's a karaoke version. Yeah. <laughs> I figured it. Are we going to sing along together at some point? Well, Friday night and the nights are low. Looking for a place to go. Where to play the right music. I'm in the mood for love. <laughs> you don't know the words. And how long have you lived in Sweden again? Um, Five years? Four something. Four years. Four something, something, yeah. 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 You should know the words to this song by now, Scott Richer. Isn't this the national anthem of Sweden? I think so. Yeah. Today's the national day of Norway, by the way. Ooh, to all of our, none of our (laughs) listeners in Norway. No. So... Um, Norwegian people are more sensible than to listen to our silly podcast. Yes, yes. They're too busy spending their oil money. Yeah. Yeah. We're loving this weather. Yeah. It's great. She's great. You can having the time of your life. Watch that Do you think this is an appropriate theme song for Sweden? Can we use this one? I think this is a highly appropriate theme I think song for Sweden. People would hear this and think, oh yeah. They would think Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. 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 Well done, Mr. Dude. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, that's not my name. Mr. Dude. That's not my name. Beautiful. Do you know there's an ABBA museum now? There is. Have you been to it? I have not. Do you want to go? Maybe we should go there and do a live report for our podcast. I think that could be fun. Yeah. I'm curious about it. Like, I'm not really. I think it's um, it's really interactive, and you oh. get to like kind of be a part of ABBA, like stand on a stage yeah. and have um, like their projections, dancing mm. next to you and stuff. Um, I'm good. I don't need that. I don't think anyone really needs that. What are you but gonna- it's like. A really popular museum with all tourists. Maybe we should go to the licorice shop and get licorice ice cream. I got licorice out last week. Did you? Yeah. Do yeah. you want some licorice ice cream? I'd really mm. prefer... Have you been to Sticky Nicky? I haven't. They have a really nice... Well, of course, I'm Is American. So here? Uh, oh, yeah, there's one on Trottningarten. Yeah, Queen Street. Yeah. Uh, I had a really great... Um, uh, two scoops, one with cardamom. And one with peanut butter. Oh, Ooh, I always forget you're allergic butter, to yuck. peanuts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Don't I, don't feed must... me any peanut butter ice cream, or I will possibly die. Or you know where mm. my adrenaline shot is? It's in my bag, is it? <laughs> always with me. Okay, good. Yeah. So in case I look like I'm dying. Yay! No. <laughs> Wait, wrong one. No. Right, boo. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to die. But then if I shoot you with adrenaline, like in Pulp Fiction, you'll come back Not to in life. my heart, not in my heart. It okay. goes in my thigh. Okay. In the thigh. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I have to remove your pants Stick for it? Stick a pen or in my thigh. Does it go straight no, through your pants? No, it goes straight 
straight through the I don't trousers. have to remove any of yeah. your clothing. You don't have to remove any but of my clothing. But if you wake up... I'm sorry, Scott. I'm really sorry. <laughs> After you pass out and then you wake up and I save your life, would you be more happy that I saved your life or more disappointed that you're in your underwear? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do anything. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't believe you. You're a little perv. You would probably take advantage of the situation. You think I'm a perv? <laughs> You'd probably take advantage of the situation and um, just... I most certainly would not. Yeah. We've had a great time. We've had a yeah, great time. it's a wrap. I think um, I've been funny also. Um, well... I told, I told a joke. Well... It was a great joke. Well, we'll get a new update on how funny you are next week. Yeah, it's great. If you um, want to, if, if you, you if you yeah. loved my joke, please let me know. Yeah, if you want to send us uh, something to read on whatever this is called, uh, then just visit us online. It's, yeah, we can be your agony aunt. Visit us on www.snuggling.se. Dot se means Sweden. Yeah, because um, we're in Sweden. Dot se. Oh yeah. All right, Karin, it has been fantastic. Always a pleasure working with you, Scott. Thank you very much. It is, And uh, please don't pull down my trousers <laughs> if I pass out from having an allergic reaction. Right. Thanks. Here, have some of these peanut butter, I mean chocolate cookies. Thanks, yay. That was episode four. Four episodes already. That's great. Yeah. Snuggling with the enemy. Thank you. Join us again next week for more fun with Scott and Karen. Scott and Karen. This program is presented by K Composite Magazine. Visit us online at kcomposite.com. Snuggling.se. I repeat, snuggling.se. Kato from Stockholm. Hey, door.